Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. What up, baby? Let's talk. Buck Celtics, Jay. Buck Celtics. What about Buck Celtics? Tatum, Tatum on the same level as Giannis? How, no. Why is that it? I, we should even ask that question. Because How chip? so, though? Like, well, not only the chip. The dude had 50, 10, and 5 in, the, in game 6 game. of the NBA Finals. I, I know we ask these hypothetical questions, and, and this is no disrespect to Jason Tatum. He's one of the top players in the NBA. But it, the, the names are not even in the same breath. They're not in the same sentence. And the historic performance that Giannis put on to lead his team to an NBA Finals key is just so different considering, you know, injuries and things that have occurred. I mean, do you remember the knee injury that he had in that game? Do you remember where his knee, he came down on his knee? He came back in that game. I, it's, it's nowhere close, and it's, it's just different. Those it's defining different. Yeah, I mean, moments he, in the he, finals. He, he won and Tatum lost, right? That, that's, and Tatum had a, a, a bad – championship series so I don't know that it's definitive like that though Jay you you would know obviously more than me because of the NBA experience and understanding a little more than me but I just you know when you look at the championship or you look at the numbers the numbers are are somewhat you know points per game are close Um, but one guy had a memorable championship on the winning side, and one had a memorable one on the losing side. Yeah, but uh, it's not more than that, Key. It's that one team, one guy's team won because he had an all-time I, great I understand. final. And, and one the other team guy's team lost, lost because of him. Yes. That's, that's, yes. But, but that's, that's what I just said, match. Mac. That's why I just said he had a bad run. Mm-hmm. His bad run was the reason they lost. Had he played like he played in the regular season, they win. Right. Or, or even or try at to least elevate. They, you think they win, right? Or at, at least they, at least if they, if he went out so, like that, he went out swinging, right? So but you, st- you still feel like Jason Tatum's career. I mean, look, Giannis is twenty eight. Jason Tatum's twenty five. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a three year yeah. difference. And so, when Giannis yeah. was yeah, when Giannis still, was younger, it was like, can he ever win a championship? Exactly. Right. So uh, there's yeah, still that's a why lot I asked more Jay. to be revealed. But like Giannis is one of the most dominant players the game of basketball has ever seen. Mm-hmm. No, uh, people still haven't figured out how to stop Giannis going to the rack. No, you I mean, can't even stop in that, that game, dude. dude, dude he had one shot outside the paint. <laughs> that game, that fifty, that, that that fifty, ten and five. He had one shot, one outside the paint. So you know it's coming, and you still can't stop it. Man, there's a reason. But I think, Shaq but I think even with that Superman though, Jay, what you just said, I still think he's in the same tier. The same tier doesn't mean he's at the top of the tier. He's in that same tier though, because that same tier is what the top. Six players in the NBA. Oh, you, you could say in the same tier as top six players, but I still think there's a there's a pretty big gap between. No, no, some I understand that, but I'm saying players, right, like I'm saying there's a the gap question, between Jason Tatum and Kevin Durant. There's a gap between LeBron James and Jason Tatum. There's it's still a gap between Giannis and Jason Tatum. There's a higher tier yeah, than but what Tatum's a tier, on. Is is he's in that tier though? He's in that bucket. Of those players that you're talking about, no, Jay's saying no. no Jay's saying it's a di- you're Jay- saying no. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I think LeBron James, I think Kevin Durant, I think Giannis are different tiers. Embiid and Jokic, Tatum in the Embiid Jokic tier. No. So he, the one mm. thing about Tatum is he has become a two way player as his career has progressed. But let me ask you this, Jay, because just because you brought up Giannis, you've been on this 
ever since everyone, oh, Jokic is going to win the MVP. And I was like, I don't know, Embiid and other people. You were like, mm, Giannis might be the MVP, right? I mean, since January 23rd, I mean, they're 25-4. and four. Let me tell and you by, something. Before we get, I just want to make one statement. Because mm-hmm. I have to do it today. Oh, fuck. Because it's the only time you will hear his name mentioned today, which is blasphemy. The best player in the NBA nobody talks about is Drew Holiday, mm-hmm. who had 51. And, and is a lockdown And Chris defender. Middleton didn't yeah. play yeah. because he's play, he missed the first game of a back-to-back, and he's playing tonight against the Celtics. They, might, they are a top three duo in the league that nobody's ever going to make mention of their name. And you still think it goes Chris Middleton? It's Drew Holiday. Yeah, Drew Holiday, Giannis. Yeah, so so That's it's interesting. So because Jay, sometimes let me when ask you, get, you this hold question. Hold on a sec, Key. Hold on a sec. Because sometimes when you get that third guy, it muddies it. It's right. It's like, oh, this is really a trip. But but let me get back to this. So you were talking about how it might be Giannis's MVP. You know what I think has happened recently, which is nuts. So Tim Bontemps comes out with a straw poll for MVP. It was trending last night, by the Jokic way. Jokic is running away with it. To me, the fact that he was not just winning it, but running away with it created an enormous backlash. Hold on. He got two in a row. He's never even been in the finals. Now he's running away with his third. Look at Embiid. It also, I think, lit a fire under Embiid, who's already having an MVP season, to go get Jokic. Meantime, Embiid is perceived as having ducked the rematch with Jokic in Denver. So the odds went from Jokic was a good favorite to win it to Embiid was a big favorite to win it. Now it's even odds, essentially, Jokic and Embiid, night in and night out, it changes a little bit. Giannis is in third place, but you know what I think? I think because it's a perceived duck by Embiid and because of what happened with the backlash with Jokic, I think there's a real chance Giannis wins this MVP. I think it's going to be a major push. Giannis, Giannis has had a better season than Jokic all year long, but that's a whole other conversation. Jay, what I wanted to do is get back on this Jason Tatum conversation because that's where we started at. If he wins a championship this year, this is Jason Tatum I'm talking about, Jay, yeah. does it change your mindset about what tier he's in and where he's at? Well, Key, I would answer this question the same way you would answer the question. What does it look like? You know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, how, like, okay, in, in, so in, I mean, fashion, let, me, let, me, let me rephrase that. How, how about if there's a scenario, Key, where you're watching the NBA Finals and Jalen Brown is the best player on the court? Well, no, we, we are going to assume – we're going to assume that, that but Tatum a, is the best player but, on the court because what, but, the conversation is about Tatum having a rebound from a year ago championship and getting into the conversation with Giannis because clearly if he isn't carrying the team to a championship and it doesn't look right, then he's not going to be in that tier. But I'm trying to bring it back from we're going to assume because I don't know what to assume because – I. I I could easily assume that Jalen Brown could be the best player on the court in the NBA Finals, right? And, and, and to me, when I look at the Milwaukee Bucks, it's definitive that Giannis is the best player on that team. Like, Drew Holiday is a top duo. I love the, what he does and what he brings, and he's one of the best players nobody talks about, but it's definitive to me. It's not definitive to me that Jason Tatum is the best player on the Boston Celtics team. But is it definitive to the Boston Celtics Front office that he's the best Se- player on their team? I mean, it, it seems like it. It seems like it from everything you hear from Jalen Brown. But from like me watching it defensively, I know what Jalen Brown brings to the table. Ooh. And I know Jalen Brown can be prolific highlight of Giannis. Oh, my God. It's different. He is so different. <laughs> yeah, and no, I'm not I, saying that I, Jason Tatum isn't different. Jason Tatum, nice as hell. He is my dude. Like, I think he's one of the top players in the league. I think Jalen Brown's up there, too. But Giannis is just Different. It shows you what a difference, though. Getting back to the original point you were talking about earlier, 
It shows you what a difference a final series, the highest leverage moments make in the perception of a guy and where you think he is in the league. But also Giannis Giannis has won back-to-back MVPs. No question. But but, but Tatum was trending there. And then in the playoffs was, oh, my God, and he's really a two-way player. First NBA finals playoff. He's the best offensive player on the team, and they're running the – and all this stuff. But when it came to the moment of truth – he didn't play well, right? Now the entire perception of him, Key asked, is he in that top tier? He said, nope, he's in the second tier, right? But he has top tier potential. 1,000%. So he could do that right now. If he, play, if he balls out right now, he's in that, as Key asked, he's in that top tier, right? Like these are the moments that define your legacy. Agreed. But uh, if I were to say, is Jason Tatum one of the most dominant players to ever play the game of basketball, Max? How would you answer that? No, not yet. Is it, if he wins a championship, is he one of the most dominant players? Dominant. No. Is Giannis one of the most dominant players to ever play the game of basketball? Yes. But is it? But Jay, let me ask you this though. Since you asked the master, let me ask you: Is it the style though with Giannis? Is it the fact that his his physique, his length, his ability to take off from the free throw line and jam in your face? Or you know, all, is it that? Is that what is it? Because Stuff that he he just looks unstoppable. Like, right, I can't. That doesn't, I'm not getting in the way of that. I'm getting out of the way. Is it that? Is it that sort of stuff that makes you, say, one of the most dominant players that you've ever seen? Yes, Key. So it's style points, too, you're saying? Yes. Yeah. And there's a I, reason, as I mentioned earlier, Shaq said, that's the first so guy I've seen. That's the first guy I've seen since me. He could have the Superman nickname, and he also right? Got defensive Player of the Year. I mean, he has that on his belt, man. Yeah, he has a lot it, of. It's the package yeah. key. Yeah. It's it's dude. Is a, I mean, you used to, I, I remember, literally my rookie year. LeBron James came when we were playing against Cleveland, mm-hmm. and he was pseudo like working out with us. And I saw him. I saw him in transition. I was like, damn, ain't nobody. I've never seen a dude like this in transition. Giannis is the only player outside of LeBron, then I'm like, damn, that looks different than LeBron in transition. I never thought I would say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, up close I never thought person, I would say that. It's so different. Takes two steps. No, up close well, person, I've seen, From half court, two steps, he's at the rim. You're like, what, I've two seen steps? Giannis play about five times, Jay, five or six times. And, <laughs> yeah, it's something to appreciate. That's for damn sure. In, in person, not on TV. You need to see it up close. You, you need to see it up close. Giannis you got his do. chip. Embiid doesn't. A lot of pressure on Embiid. Jokic, Jokic doesn't. doesn't. A lot of pressure Tatum on Jokic. Doesn't. Tatum, especially because of the way he played in the finals last year, a lot of pressure on Tatum. A lot of pressure on KD for me. We discussed it earlier based on – I know, he has time. He has you think he has time. No, 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 it's not the same. Stop, stop, finals. stop, stop. Not, the not the same. Not the same. Ready made. Draymond Ready Green made. Wait, but wait, wait, Max. wouldn't win it. But if it it's not the same, yeah, they would have won it with Paul George and a fifty other. Okay, guys. so again, I go back to that. You, it, we up against it, See? but we are gonna yeah. revisit See it again because yeah. you try to slide that in at the end when we run it out of time before we got to yeah, go. KD got break. a lot of pressure on him. Booker, yeah. no, I was trying to get it earlier. When but, it, what if Devin Booker wins Finals MVP? Does it make what you about look, it? Does it make you look differently at Kevin Durant if no. he wins a chip? No, if they chip up, no, it doesn't. So does that change Kevin Durant's legacy? You, 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 you start from a point. I think the mistake. Well, I'll tell you what I think the mistake you're making is coming up. Celtics and Bucks hot ticket tonight. Hot ticket is brought to you by Vivid Seats, where you earn rewards with every purchase. Vivid Seat Rewards is your ticket to more tickets. Vivid Seats, life happens live. See now we got to get into what it. See what he does at KD Key. See what he I, does. I will explain I'm to a, you I'm both. A, I'm gonna burn him up in a minute. I'm gonna let him. No I'm gonna let him. Get his ass. You guys got to twist it. it. 
All right, we're going to get into it. Talking KJM, about ESPN both sides of his ears. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Jay, I want to address oh. something because you, you said you raised the kind of issue before we got out last segment, and we want to get on to Richard Sherman blaming Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen for Lamar's contract oh. drama. But I, I just want to address something you said. You said... It, I hold it against KD that he won the two chips on a 73-win Warriors team that he had joined. Or that if he wins the chip this year but Booker wins MVP, I'm going to hold uh, of the finals. I would hold it against KD for a second. I, I, for a little bit. I, I think that you're not looking at it properly. And this is what I mean. You don't start out as the greatest of all time and then you take things away until you're not anymore. You start out with a clean slate. And then you add things up to see where everyone ranks versus each other, right? Because we're creating a hierarchy, this guy versus that guy. So, so it, KD's two championship MVPs do not hurt him. They help him. It puts him ahead of where he was previously. But it does not help him as much, in my view, as two MVPs on a regular powerhouse team instead of the winningest team of all time, mm-hmm. right? If he wins a championship in Phoenix, it enhances his legacy. He moves up, not down, if you're asking which way the arrow points. But not as much as if he wins a championship and wins MVP unless there are extenuating circumstances. Clearly, it was this way because he was drawing so much attention. He kept making the right play. and you know, so But... That's what I mean. It's not I'm holding it against someone unless you mean it's in comparison to someone else because then we are trying to create a hierarchy. So if one guy does the same thing as another guy but does it under different circumstances that, that, that to, in my view, add to the accomplishment, in that case you might look at it as though I'm holding it against KD. It's not how I look at it. I, I just You get more credit for certain things. Okay, yeah, I understand in your eyes what you give more credit to. I just think whenever, regardless of what team you go to, even if that team has one of the best shooters or best scorers to ever play, and you win NBA Finals MVP, that is still an NBA Finals MVP sure. notch on the belt. But mm. it feels like to you it, it, it gets uh, diminished because of the team. Compared, Even though to, people yes. on the team who have been in the locker room every single day who know where their team stacks up against the rest of the league that was catching up to the Golden State Warriors, validate the greatness by saying we never win back-to-back chips without Kevin Durant. I don't discount them to zero. 
but I do discount them compared to, okay. say, a Jordan MVP in the finals where he went bananas and was sure. clearly the sure. best player in the world. It all, it, but, so it all goes back to how you perform in those yeah. high-leverage moments. That's why sure. I asked if Phoenix wins a championship, but D-Book is the guy that performs at the highest-leverage moment – how does that make you look at KD? Does it still elevate you in the KD conversation it does. of his overall legacy? Because it's not actually him leading the team. No, but it depends. It's him still it, going to somebody else's team. I, I don't see it that way, mm. but I know some people might look at it that way. I Do see. you look at Phoenix as KD's team or Devin Booker or CP3's team? Probably CP3. Okay. Yeah. But no, so I Max, still give KD you, enormous credit if he wins I, the finals so, this year. Yeah. So, Mr. Kellerman, let me yes. ask you a question. Yes. Where do you have Steph Curry ranked at? Right All now, time? Oh. Yeah. He is top 10? The, yeah, probably like 10. And where's, to, okay. And where's, show. And yes, where's Kevin Durant sure. in your eyes? KD may be like 9 or or 9 or 10. I, like, I go back and forth on those two. So yeah. so 9 and 10. Something like that. Not, so, I, so okay, Steph has I, two more chip championships. My, let me, let me give two you more my, chips. Let me give you my real ranking. Both without Kevin Durant. Wait, hold when on, I man. Let me, when I do these rankings. Oh, you're right, Kevin. When I do these rankings. When I do these rankings. KD and Steph float between 10 and 13. The two of them float between 10 and 13. But you so, have, 10 and, you have so, so 10 and 13, they float. Yeah. So a yeah. guy who, who you and Steph Curry basically, I don't want to say annihilated, but had question marks about Steph Curry because he hadn't won an MVP, but he wins an MVP in last year in the finals, he's still sitting at 10 for you. So well, he wasn't he at 10 win before. That he's at 10 now because of the MVP. In the so finals. he was like at 17. No, he was like at 13. That's what he, he moved so he up was at 13. Yeah. Okay. So he has how many chips, Jay? He has four. So he has four chips and an MVP. Two without Kevin Durant. And two without Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant joined him. Mm-hmm. You punished Kevin Durant because he joined him. Mm-hmm. And he won two chips, two MVPs. Mm-hmm. So if Kevin Durant now wins one chip in Phoenix, even though it doesn't account to the same amount of chips as Steph Curry, mm-hmm. you then now parachute Kevin Durant in front of Steph Curry. He has him in front of Steph Curry because now. You're, because you're reducing well, no, he it said, to the only he said criteria. 10, 13, but Kevin Durant, but K- Steph Curry's team. You're reducing it to the only criteria being championships. Championships are an enormous piece of the puzzle, but they're not the only thing. We all saw when KD and Steph were on the same team, KD was the best player on the team. Jay has made the argument, and I subscribe to Why are you speaking for me? Look, I was going to say, this I'm is not about Jay. This is about me arg- and you, Because Max, I'm referring I got- <laughs> to an argument that I subscribe to, but I'm giving credit to its author. Yes, okay. okay. That, that the culture Steph created and the team he creates, because he doesn't need the ball, because he shoots so well, etc., etc., everyone wants to play with him, that continues with and without KD. He deserves credit for that. So okay, I'm giving so, him as a te- in a team sport, even if when they're all on the same team, KD looks better. If Steph wins the title again this year, he would move ahead of KD for me because it now. says something about what he created so, in Golden State. I, wait, so, I have one question, Key, and then I'll let go you, ahead, you sir. to finish. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Kellerman, how yes. do you factor in Steph being the only unanimous MVP in the history of the NBA. I don't care because he got he got whooped okay. in the finals by a better player in LeBron James. Regular season MVP does not mean so much to me. Okay. So That's before I wrap I this up, I got one MVP. last question for oh, you, yeah. Mr. Kellerman. Yeah. Hmm. If in fact Kevin Durant wins a championship this year, mm-hmm. and given the fact that he had help in your eyes from 
the Golden State Warriors and winning the two championships and the two MVPs. Mm -hmm. Does he go in front of Steph Curry right now if he wins that championship? Yes. No matter how he wins it, he goes in front of Steph I mean, Curry. If he, if he even plays though horribly, even no, though we finished there, Max. Even though you punish him for joining Steph Curry, I don't, and he I, wins I, one championship. I started this segment by saying you don't look at it as he punishes. It, he gets credit. The question is how okay, but, much but, credit? But Less credit you, than someone who just, didn't do it on Johnson, a 73-win team you, that didn't lose anything. Just Johnson, Johnson, I just want to state for the record on national TV that Max Kellerman said the only player in the history of the NBA to ever win unanimous MVP – is irrelevant to him. He does not factor it into as much. How many people vote on a regular season MVP? The only one half to the ever team, do it. But half the of league. the greatest players to ever walk this so, planet. So until the, it doesn't and then, matter. And then when the games got it's super irrelevant. high leverage, the better player, Mr. LeBron Williams. James, won. It doesn't matter. Mr. Williams. I, I can't. Did Michael Jordan ever win that award? No. Unanimous? No. Never. How about LeBron James? No. Never. Great. How about so Kareem before the games mean no. something, you How about Magic Johnson? You, no, Mr. Johnson, you want to know never. who How wins unanimous Russell MVP Westbrook? of no, the games that, that mean less? Fact, Russell Go ahead. Westbrook, never unanimous MVP. He, okay. This guy won a unanimous MVP of the NFL preseason. That's almost the equivalent. But I can certainly make the playoffs. As we wrap this up, Mr. Kellerman, the flip-flopping has got to stop or else you'll be There's no flip-flopping. It's completely consistent. You'll, you'll I'm going to bring out sock puppets. Crazy you are. I'm going to bring out sock puppets to explain it to you, to like in a play. All right. Is Richard Sherman blaming Patrick Mahomes? We'll get to that next. Josh Allen. Who else for Lamar yeah, Jackson? Guy, 60 years. Give me, I'm going to give you 60 years in a hole. 60 years in a hole. Well, all the geniuses were misunderstood in their own time. It's okay. That's what they all It'll take too. generations to catch up. Keyshawn J. Will and Max ESPN Radio. <laughs> for the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Lamar's a heck of a talent, but man, we got a quarterback. Everyone knows Lamar's skill set. Lamar's a stud. I'm sure they'll work it out there. Time for us to get under the cap. He makes a lot of money, but he's a heck of a player. Listening to the statements that were made, I was frustrated for him. I'm a hustle, baby. Ho! Rob Nikovich, ESPN NFL analyst here on KJM ESPN Radio. Nink! (laughs) Nico! Give it to me. 
Uh, 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 I don't know what works right there. <laughs> I just want you to know. <laughs> Nick, I feel like I feel like you will be a really fun dude to go out and have drinks. Oh, we, like if we were like sitting at a bar, all four of us, it would be a problem. Oh, you'd have we, fun. Yeah, we have a lot. We have a good time. Yeah, good time. Met up with a couple of friends last time. We had fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just not a late night. Just a, you know, early yeah. early bar night. Early bar, just okay. a couple, and then you go home. It's bed. Get up. Nice day today. Let's there you go. go. Get you say there. early bed night. Can we be out of there by 8 p.m.? <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Yeah. Just, what, what's early to you? Because now doing this show. Uh, uh, I mean, 11. Damn, I miss those days. Is that early? Well, Jay got to get up. If you leave, if if Jay's in oh, bed by midnight, you got three hours sleep. Like three forty-five. You drive, yeah. So that, yeah. that don't work. Not, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you can't do that. No. So, be, yeah. Here's a question <laughs> for you, Rob Ninkovich. Yeah. Is Richard Sherman blaming Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen for Lamar Jackson's contract issues right now? Listen see. to the former cornerback. And was he was he cum laude, magna cum laude, or summa cum laude out of Stanford, Key? Uh, I think it was Sue. He was some laude. He was laude out of Stanford. <laughs> he was laude. He was laude out of sure, Stanford. Sure, 100%. And a great NFL player. Whatever and the top, top five, he's like... Whatever the best the thing five. was. Five. Richard Sherman, the Richard Sherman podcast. Listen to this. What I, what pissed me off is when Kirk Cousins got his fully guaranteed deal a couple years ago, I thought all the quarterbacks from then on were going to be like, hey, you know, if it ain't guaranteed, I ain't taking it. Then Mahomes took that BS deal just 10 years and wanted, wanted, wanted to look like half a million. Like, But if you get a half of that fully guaranteed, everybody's happier. Everybody goes, that says president. But when he didn't set it, then Josh Allen didn't set it. Now Lamar's trying to set it after Deshaun's already said it. And they're like, nah, nah, we ain't letting that go. What do you think, Nick? This is, this is the tricky part. I, if I have a number in my head that I get, that's my number. I don't care about your number or your number. <laughs> Tell them what Nick. is your number? My number is X. Oh, you're going to give me... A hundred million dollars. Okay, a hundred million dollars. Okay, so if I get fifty million dollars after taxes, and I throw it in a five percent, six percent return conservatively, <laughs> I can't spend that. My Dude. kids can't spend that. My fam, my kids' kids He's can't spend that. He's thought about this. I, I think about it all the time. So, like, you know, when you're going through your contract, you know, I had a number in my head. When when I got that number, I said, "I'm good. I'm good." So. I so if some other tell, linebacker was mad I, at you, what would I you tell him? No, hell no. They weren't mad at me. They're like, Nico, you can get more. I'm like, I don't need more. I'm good right where I'm at. Like, if I get greedy, I might go play for a team that stinks. Like, yeah. everyone has their own number. I don't care what you get guaranteed. If you get your number and I get my number, great. Have a great life. I don't care if you I don't care about the guarantee. If that guy's happy and he signs a half a billion dollar contract and he walks away with two hundred million and he's happy and he can have his boats and his cars and his nice house and his kids are good. Good for him. Like Richard yeah, Sherman see, signed a nice contract. He made good money. Like, okay, yeah. like great. Enjoy your enjoy your contracts and your money. Everyone the, the, else has different numbers. That's the, it. The thing that for me, Nick, is is Rich is smart, one of my friends, good friends here in L.A. Extremely smart, bright. But I'm, I'm having a hard time understanding what he's actually talking about because Richard Sherman did his own deal, so he knows how contracts are. Yeah. Not only that, when you talk about Kirk Cousins' deal, Max, as you know, 
Kirk Cousins got a fully guaranteed deal. That sounds sexy, right? Fully guaranteed. That's like, wow. But Kirk Cousins only signed like a three-year deal. I think it was three years of fully guaranteed. So if you take and you say that same number that he got, I don't even remember what it was, whatever it was, and you take that three years of money and you add another four years onto that deal and turn it into a seven-year deal, but you get that same money in three years, but they need to stretch it out because of the cap situation and prorate it, but your first three years are guaranteed. What's wrong with that? Or if you look at Patrick Mahomes' deal, for instance, and you go, well, he signed a deal 10 years, $500 million, so it can look sexy. What is he touching in the first three years? Is he getting 150 million of that in the first three years? Yeah, he's getting 150. Okay, they gotta see me again. They gotta see me again and restructure my deal because I got about 300 million dollars that's left that's gonna explode the salary cap. So now they gotta give me 200 million of guaranteed money on the next four years. Right. So really, so that's the guarantee- 350 million over the first six years. Of a deal. It's, this is really the issue when you boil it down, right? It's a full contact violent sport. The guarantee means you, you guarantee it really against injury is really what you're doing because the way Key breaks it down, so long as Mahomes doesn't have some career-altering injury, he's likely to see more than the half billion because gonna, they're going to have to keep going back, keep redoing it, keep redoing it. But there is something to be said for the fact that it's a violent sport and every play may be your last, right? Yeah, but... When you're going through your contracts and you sign a contract knowing I'm going to make $100 million. I just say 100 Say you're going to make $100 million. If you're good with that, if you never play another snap, you make $100 million. I understand, oh, you need to get the fully guaranteed based Can't on let someone else dictate that to you. Like, yeah. I, I don't, okay, if you want to hold out and get a fully guaranteed contract, go do it. I'm cool. With making my hundred million guaranteed, <laughs> I think that, that's hundred mil. Nick, that, I think that's a gamble that Lamar Jackson, because people say, okay, you know, after I've had time to think about it, we'll sit out and see what Joe Burrow gets, see what Jalen Hurts gets, and Key, you know, said it the other day, he thinks Jalen Hurts is going to get, you know, what, what is that, Key one eighty oh. guaranteed or something like that, yeah, and he thinks he's around that number. Get, Here's the thing. But, but like going back to your original point, like if people feel like, hey, look. 160 is what, a what game if somebody for me. what if somebody is in your group you got a guy that you really trust right you got a, a financial guy he goes listen take the money right now take your 150 if you come if you stay and you win we'll double that we'll make more than that if you're good and you win like if you can create a career and a legacy you know like for example tom he made less he made less in his career than other players he made more in the back end. He's making more off the field. Like he's making 375 in the booth. If he didn't have the career, he wouldn't get that. So some guys just keep searching like, hey, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. I'm going to get as much money as I can. Okay. Then, they're, then they don't have anything to show for it except for just the money. And at the end of the day, when I walk out of this building and I go see people up in New York and in Boston, that, that 150 or 200 million – I know people that are nine billion, five billion billionaires. Like that money is real money, right? 
And if you get in with the right people and you can network yourself, you could take that too. I mean, look at Magic Johnson. Look what Magic Johnson did with his money in his career. Well, I'm not going to say that 160 guaranteed isn't real money. I mean, it's yeah, real money. It's real, no, I'm saying <laughs> it's, it's in real money in comparison yeah, to, to Robert Kraft and to the owners. And to and to owners yes, and to, like, there these are businesses, levels to this. Yes, like, agree. All these owners, okay, they started um, like the Walton Wal- family. Like, Walmart, oh, we started Walmart. And Walmart and, and uh, what's the the uh, Falcons is uh, Home Depot, Home Depot. and Arthur these, Blank. Arthur Blank. These dudes are gazillion bazillionaires. They understand. Okay, we can give you this much. We, they they understand. We don't want to go fully guaranteed because it is a contact sport. If we do that for this, then we got to do it for everybody. Same reason they want the fully guaranteed it's, on the other ex- side. Exactly. But, but, but the fully guaranteed stuff isn't. It's the money that you get in your first several years of the deal. That's the fully guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your it. money. I get it. That's so your money. So I, I don't understand so why everybody keeps saying fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. Like if you can get a certain, go shorter, like the NBA. It, yes, if you could get a, a a number that you're happy at the end of the day. If you get a number that you look at and you say, "I can set myself up. This is plenty. I can make a great life for myself and provide and continue on and make something with mm-hmm. this." A, my number's 50. My number's 10. You know, some guys come and, from, a, like, their number might be 10. Like, literally. I, and, I need 10 in the bank. And, and what is your legacy worth? See, and for what's me, your legacy worth? See, for me, I think legacy is very important. Unless anyone anywhere offers me half a red hay penny more, <laughs> then I'm taking that. So, but, here, but other than that, legacy is important. And, Rob just, a, and just a quick thing. Yes. You know, there were, maybe there was a time where I was going through contract negotiation and I had an opportunity to go to, and I'm not back when I was playing Cincinnati, Cleveland. Like, if you went to those places, sure, you might be able to grab more money. But in two years, your head coach might be gone. And you're out with the new... Your career, your quality of life, your future. I can guarantee you, hey, Nick, when you was playing, I can guarantee you one thing. What's that? You wouldn't have two Super Bowl races. That's and listen, exactly. And you don't. And I wouldn't be sitting here and having you, lovely gentlemen, ask me questions because if I played for those teams back when I was playing and I had nothing to show for my career, I would just have the cash. I would, I made. I would just like yeah, to we'll point out real quick. We got to get out of here. But all right, sorry. But, you know the the legacy, Major League Baseball, for example, like the NFL kind of gassed the players. Like you can have you can have your cake and eat it too. Major League Baseball, there's no cap, there's no nothing, there's guaranteed contracts, and you can choose where you want to go, right? The NFL has you thinking it must, must be a choice because they've done very well in negotiations with the players, and yet this is the reality we're dealing with. That's Rob Ninkovich. His number is $100 million. He, he clears 50. He's good. <laughs> 50. That's Clear it. Clear 50. You're good, man. MLB opening day is here, speaking of Major League <laughs> Baseball. A lot of focus on the new rules, guys. If you could change one rule in any sport, what would it be, KJM? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. 
See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Baseball opening day. Ho, ho. Yankees starting in a handful of hours. 105 start time. Garrett Cole on the bump. Use of the pitch clock, guys, uh, shaved 26 minutes off of spring training games this year compared to last year's Major League Baseball is set to use it in actual games for the first time beginning today. Jay, do you like the new pitch clock? You know, look, I'm relatively a new baseball fan. I, I've enjoyed it thus far. It just, I, I think it, it, it increases the tempo of the game, it feels like to me. It gives me, I, I think sometimes in baseball, I'm going to tell you, like, I, I, I I guess basketball, I'm used to, I'm like a functioning ADHD person, right? Like there's so many, I got a shot clock, I got all these things I got to pay attention to. Whereas in baseball, I sometimes just get fixated on watching stillness or it feels like it's stagnant, right? So now with the pitch clock, it gives me something to pay attention to. And there's also gamesmanship, right? Like literally a pitcher waiting all the way into the end, making somebody wait. Like I I like that style because it gives me an extra dimension to add to the excitement to baseball. Key, do you, what do you think no, of the pitch clock? I, I don't like it. Uh, um, and maybe because I, I like the fact that the batter gets up there. He can just, you know, think, make his mind up, you know, uh, get in his stance, feel, you know, feel the air. I like all that. I like – I just – I don't look at it as making the game long and slow. I just don't. So let me tell you how I feel about it. And I'm a baseball fan from way back, Jay, mm-hmm. and like a purist traditionalist and all that. I like it. And it, it increases, you know, really what it does is cut out a lot of the dead time. Now, yes. key to your point, in life there are always trade-offs. So what you're trading off is some of the drama building, the pace of the game, the leisurely feeling in the summertime, right? You could keep it on yeah. as wallpaper. I mean, you go to the game. You go to the game. You, and I mean, I'm not even talking about television. You go to the game. Think about it, Max. I could, because, you know, I'm going to sit down low, right? And I got to walk all the way up to the restroom. Right. And I come all the way back down. (laughs) And I didn't miss anything. What did he do? Oh, he fired off a couple balls. He's still there. What's the pitch count? Well, it's one and he's one and two. And there was a line for the hot dog, and you still get back. But but this is what I'm saying, guys. So I get it, Key. I get what the trade off is. But what I think that's really about, and the reason I do like it in the end, I like things better in certain ways the way they used to be, right? Mm. But those days are gone. And I think most of what people lament when things change is they miss the world they once knew. That world is gone. It is never coming back. A world in which Uh baseball at its previous pace (laughs) could compete with young fans. 
like you know, with basketball and football in the marketplace. But wait, but Max, see, you said you said it's gone, right? The yep. world has changed; it's gone. Yep. Well, what happened to the shift? It's back. No more shift. Well, this I think that's a separate thing. But and no, I, I'm saying you thought just like I thought. Oh God, they're, they're gonna. This is the shift. It's gonna be here. Eight years ago, when they implemented it, I think it was about eight years ago, whatever it was, that they put that in. It was like, oh no, man, you're killing the game. Yeah, because you some things you want to keep the way they were, but pace was something like you're cutting out a lot of dead moments that you and I might like for various reasons. But the bottom line That's is things matters. really aren't happening. Versus the shift, the shift to me that rules change is sometimes the most efficient way to play a game is not fan-friendly. For example, the way the NBA is played today, Jay, 3-3-3-3-3-3. Three, 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 three. It's not my favorite style of play. Maybe more efficient. Or, or a guy like James Harden getting to the line or shooting threes, no mid-range. Might be the most efficient way to play, not the most pleasing for a fan. And you know what you do sometimes if it gets overboard that way? Like in the UFC and MMA, you know, the most efficient way of fighting actually is very minute movements on the ground in a wrestling position. Mm. Eventually, Dana White's like, man, people don't like this. We're going to stand you up. Because that's to me what the shift is about. That rules change. Yes, it's more efficient to play this way, but, but it's not consumer friendly. It's not a good consumer product. We're going to change the rules to make it more like what we want. And, and I think that's the same thing with the pitch clock key, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, so let me ask you guys both a question. So obviously there have been changes made in Major League Baseball. And it leads to the question that if you could change something in any other sport, how do you think you would better the sport? What because for me, I, I'll just go to what we have coming up this week in the Final Four. It is a travesty that the women's game has moved to four quarters and the men's game in college basketball has not moved to four quarters yet. I, I just don't understand it. It makes the game more efficient. Like Even like a timeout in the backcourt, we should advance the ball. There are certain things that I feel like we should – uh, just more so uh, create more temporary-like rules for college basketball where the women's game is way more advanced than the men's right now. How about you, Max? I mean, look, I hate to say it, like in boxing, I know it's safer for the fighters as a pure spectator. 15-round fights, man. Love those. And now they're 12, but I get it. It's a safety issue. I think if you take a sport like tennis, when they went to graphite rackets from wood rackets, it, to me it killed the men's game. Serve, 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 right? You know what I mean? Where's, where's Boris Becker in these dudes, right, with those crits? That was so exciting. And to me, it, it kind of killed the men's game. But, you know, so there's one. I, I wish they went back to the older rackets. What about you, Key? In terms of changing the game from a rule standpoint? Yeah. I, I would – I like – like when you look at the NFL, some of the pass interference stuff is just egregious. I think I think they the replay they should have figured out how to make that work. Um, I think they should try to figure out how to make it work because when guys are getting grabbed and you know mugged and the referees act like nothing happened, that's problematic because it, it could change a complete game. KJM, much more coming up. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from six to ten Eastern on ESPN Radio.